Auto Tech Show, a podcast dedicated to the evolution of technology and modern day solutions in the automotive industry. Join our host, Mark Babin, as he speaks with the industry leading professionals from around the world on the constantly changing topics of the automotive industry. Each episode has the ability to provide new ideas that you won't want to miss. From upcoming technology to some of the most recent automotive advances. And now for our host, Mark Babin. Yes, hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of the Auto Tech Show. My name is Mark Babin, your host. Thank you so much for being with me today. It's a great episode one. You're going to enjoy lots of great facts as always. Now today we're looking at a survey that we recently did in the U.S. that looked at how well American drivers know their tires, know the knowledge around servicing their tires, a lot of interesting statistics that actually came from the survey, some more concerning than others. Now, we're going to be discussing some of these topics with Juan Han. He is an automotive expert and a tech expert from Honda Network with some great insights, some great industry analysis, and he'll bring some color to these statistics that we'll talk about from the survey. So without any further ado, let's jump into this episode. Enjoy it. I'll catch you on the end. Just for a quick recap and some final notes. Enjoy, everyone. Juan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being with me today. Really appreciate the time and looking forward to what you're going to uh, share some insights about. Yeah, Mark, thank you. Thank you very much for the invitation. I'm happy to be here. And yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, I, I like your podcast. It's great. Uh, you thank have you. also a lot of interesting topics always. Yeah, we try to uh, you know capture the biggest amount of uh, insights we can from experts like yourself. So again, thank you so much for being with us today. So let's dive straight into the survey that I mentioned in that introduction um, and address one of the biggest findings that we actually found in it. And that's the shockingly high level of tire ignorance in amongst drivers. Uh, we found that 72% of those surveyed had admitted to not knowing very much about their tires or how to maintain them. And further, we actually found that 47% have knowingly driven on bald or severely worn tires and a further 46% having actually experienced a blowout on their tire while driving. Massive numbers, I mean, half of all drivers. What are your initial thoughts about those statistics? Yeah, well, uh, different things. So the first one, of course, uh, is uh, my security for me and for my family. Mm -hmm. uh, When my tire is... is, is is uh, in, in, in not in a good condition. Condition. So um, the second one, uh, of course, is the sustainability. So that I, that when I when I don't have enough pressure, so um, uh, I, I need more energy to to, to drive. Um, so I think um, it is uh, it is very important uh, to to have. Um, a closer closer step to to get more information more insights about the condition of the tire for for the for the customers yes yeah and i think you know people having admittedly opened up about these numbers shows that they're aware of the problem they know what they're doing mm. but they don't have the tools or the means or the resources to actually take care of it efficiently do you think that's a problem with the industry as a whole or is that on the person who not to lay fault to anyone but 
Mm-hmm. Where's the solution here? Yes, um, I think it's a, it's a the problem was the device. So uh, and I think um, when when you try to to get more information about the dia and and how to have a digital uh, that you have data that you can say I can change this um, this this data uh, to make uh, to, to have this decision in the to the right time when when I have to prove this this conditions uh, this is very interesting uh, very important. Yeah, I think so. So you've had a lot of experience in the industry, as I mentioned, in the automotive and the tech side. Over the last decade, technology has been coming faster and faster, exponentially faster. Over the next decade, how do you see these solutions evolving? Will it take some time for the customers and the the real world to adapt and to accept? Or like, how do you see the timeline working out? Mm. Well, um, it's a, a different point of view. Um, if you say, uh, what is the industry doing? Mm-hmm. So um, f- for the automotive industry, it's, it's now in this very... Um, yeah, we are changing very fast. Uh, diff- d- different technologies are coming uh, around. And, uh, um, and, and I think... Uh, the industry have to has to uh, adapt uh, faster, um, but also the the customer expectation um, to have digital data about everything. Uh, about uh, I have uh, at my home, uh, I know everything about uh, my my devices mm-hmm. in, in in my home and all what is smart or can be smart uh, will be smart in the next decade, and and I think. Uh, why I don't have so relevant informations about something that is so important that is uh, the, for the security, of course, uh, this tire. Uh, in a vehicle uh, where I am driving 100 uh, on, on, the, on the street or, or faster, mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, and this is this is a very important uh, information, yes. And I want to have this information fast and, and digital. So you're obviously a digital nomad. You accept technology just based on what you do in your profession. Do you feel like the general public is that same way? Are they? Is there a demand for this? Or with yes. the cars, is it more? Well, I don't know. It's a little bit unsure. How do you feel with the? Because like we're accepting of technology and other elements of our life, whether it's online shopping or the phone in our pocket or whatever. For some reason, the automotive space has been so slow to this. Absolutely. So uh, I want to have all the data about my car. So, mm-hmm. and uh, the car um, is producing a lot of data that could be very valuable for me. So, and um, I want to, I, I want to use this data. But um, also, uh, it is very important that, uh, yeah, that the companies that are very innovative uh, has the possibility to, to do great things with this data. Um, yeah, so uh, it, 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 it doesn't matter what kind of data. So we don't have to, we have to break up the silos and, and the data silos and to say, okay, uh, what is possible? Um, mm-hmm. at, the, at this moment, we are talking too much about what is the problem so that I don't have 100% of the data from all makes and whatever. Okay, uh, I have this data. This is possible to get this kind of data without a dongle, and I can uh, use the AnyLine solution to have the the tire data. Okay, let's let's have a look. What kind of use cases can we create with this 
with this data. So and then to to prove this, uh, to challenge the market, and um, I think that that's the the movement that we have to generate uh, to to activate the the market and the um, yeah the shareholders no? that they mm -hmm. say okay we we want to bring this data to to improve uh, the customer experience. But uh, if you ask me what is the expectation, if, if the expectation of the customer, of the user, uh, is, is there to, uh, to say, okay, yes, uh, maybe I want to pay a little bit more for, for, for the, the one use case, yes, I think, yes, yeah. it, this is now the, the time to, to realize this. Do the solutions exist on a mass scale that this is possible, or will it take more time for innovators to come up with something that's truly going to stand the test of time? Hmm. Uh, I think scalability uh, it depends also from the from the companies that ge generate this this smart um, uh, flywheels in their mm -hmm. business models. And uh, so um, we, we saw this in the, uh, in the past. There, there are a lot of great companies that create very innovative uh, use cases and solutions, but, um, but they didn't understand how to, to make it scalable. Mm -hmm. uh, so it is the combination of both. So to have uh, great, uh, great technology, great ideas, uh, but also to, to make a good business development work that's what we do that's what we try to do to 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 understand what is um what is the the discovery to discovery what are what are these scalable uh moments in in your solution to and then to validate them mm -hmm. so that you are able to to not only to create great products but also to to find a lot of uh, people that want to use it Something else we discovered in the survey was a lack. So we've talked about the lack of information and the data not being used appropriately. When it comes to servicing a vehicle or when it comes to taking care of your vehicle, that real-time transparency between what's being done by the mechanic and the customer having access to that. Do you feel like the customer... like? So the survey showed that 64% of people want more information, but they don't have access to it. So the service center, they're just getting the invoice at the end of it. Here's what was done to your vehicle. Rather than having that real-time transfer of information so that person has sort of a living list of what's going on in their car. That sounds great in theory, but to execute that on an operational level, that's not just a plug and play. That's a, a big cultural change in, within that company, right? I think... Um, uh, Again, I think we have to, to, to think or to talk less about problems mm -hmm. to make a solution scalable and talk more about um, to, to generate value. And I think um, where, where there is enough value, so um, you, you will create a lot of motivation for, for the companies or that want to create this use case, to sell this use case, uh, but also the, the users that say, yes, I want to have it. So when there is a, a enough demand, so then, then, uh, then the motivation for the players is, is le uh, bigger to say, okay, um, let's invest in this. Mm -hmm maybe complicated case, uh, but um, it makes sense. So, and I think um, in, in our German automotive industry, uh, we have to, to have more um, motivation, maybe it's, the, it's not the right word, but I think um, to, 
um, yeah, to, to try to to innovate, to to do m more things, and and also it doesn't work uh, everything uh, every time but uh, it, it doesn't care so um, you, you have to invest to because the solutions are, are much more complicated so uh, you have to invest more uh, and maybe it's not clear if you want to generate the next big thing but you have to you have to do it you have to, you have to invest so this this market is changing so fast and then I think in the next 10 years, so we are talking about innovation, the car that, that is more than 100 years old. And uh, now in the next few years, it would change so much. And uh, a lot of, of companies will not exist in the next 10 or 20, uh, mm -hmm. 20 years. That, that's a reality. Yeah. So, and, and they know that this. They know this today. So the decision maker uh, has to make a decision. <laughs> so and say, okay. Uh, we will wait so so long as uh, as possible, or we will invest mm -hmm. and do something and try something out, or maybe to buy a company that brings a new asset, um, maybe also to disrupt the own the own business model, and um, this is, I think we need maybe a younger thinking <laughs> yeah. in this uh, in these positions more confidence yeah. Do you see that geographically then, that there's a difference? We talk about the DAC region and the German automotive market maybe being a bit apprehensive to commit to these things. Does it take kind of that, that confidence to go forward? Maybe that's why we see things in other markets develop faster. Um, yeah, confidence, it, it, with confidence, it's, it's difficult. So um, I think you can today have today, you have more confidence than yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I think it's, uh, it's important to have a culture in your company, um, but uh, in, in the business development area um, to, to say, okay, um, I, um, I, I want to try something out. Um, with a modern culture, with a modern way to, to think, mm -hmm. to try things out. And uh, without the fear to maybe to, to, to admit that it, it doesn't work, yeah. that, that we, we have to, oh, it was not successful. That's, that's not right. It, it is successful that you have a new learning and that you know Absolutely. that that's, that's not working. So, okay, you can, you can try, uh, you can try uh, something new uh, or maybe uh, share your results with other companies that are in this area. Great so, idea. and I think I think we have to. In German, we are too much We have a too too strong focus on on the competitor. So, ah, oh, we, okay. we don't so want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think we have to to be much more louder yeah. to go out with our ideas and and what what we want to to invent and what we want to create. Because um, I think we, we come in more and more in situations that are that this this will be solutions that that we don't do do uh, do it alone. So uh, and yeah, I think Anyland is, is a good example for that because you say we are not a we are not the solution. Mm -hmm. We we don't go out to to change uh, this by by ourselves. We are only the technology. Yeah. So the use case, you have to, to find your use cases. Mm -hmm. So, and we, we don't want to, to tell too much about what is the right or the wrong use case with our technology. 
uh, but we can share experience from our customers and uh, so on. To collectively move things forward rather than everyone going up their own way, let's collectively build that path. It's only possible when, when you create a network, when mm -hmm. you uh, talk with, with, with other participants of your market, and um, when, when, you are, uh, when you are willing to, 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 to exchange uh, also assets. So, uh, and and this, this is important to, to try out. Uh, this, is this something unique that we can create together? Mm -hmm. And this is why, uh, th this is why uh, the name of my company is always Networks. Yeah. <laughs> Network uh, is for me everything. So mm -hmm. we, we, we have to, uh, to, to connect more together and, and, and to work together and, and to interact uh, to, 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 to validate what, what uh, could be a good innovation. Yeah. So as, as a whole, then, the industry comes together, we move the ball forward, innovation solutions come to market that are going to solve a lot of these problems that this research found out. It's going to give that transparency with customers. It's going to give the tools they need and the garages they need to do things properly. Do you think it's a... There's going to be a lot of solutions on the market. A lot of stuff's going to come out. And you were saying we can't be afraid to, to fail. We can't be afraid to try something new. But is there something, something to be said for not just picking you know too many things like there's an economic situation where you can't afford to try everything so there has to be some type of thought process and long-term plan you can't just try something for a year and it didn't work and we give up how long do you feel someone needs to give something a chance right now oh that that's a question that you, where you cannot give a general answer so it depends on the situation it depends on the situation it depends on the size of the company mm -hmm. and um, the assets that you have and so on it's difficult uh, to say I think um, how I mentioned I, I think um, there are some companies they they know that that the ending will come mm -hmm. <laughs> so and uh, they have to 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 put more more effort uh, to develop new new stuff yeah, with more urgency than maybe other companies who are have embraced it maybe more for the number of years in the past. Yeah, it's difficult. Or, or what you say er, when you when you say urgency, that's a very good point. Uh, um, so when you are too too early, so uh, then 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 it's not not good. So mm -hmm. you you will lose. Um, but when you are too late, it's the same. So yeah. um, so. This this is why we say you have to to discover um, in in shorter frequencies to um, always. So you have to you have to, to discover and to prove new uh, new new changes and uh, to 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 analyze. So when when is the right moment? When, what is the right ti timing to invest to go in? Mm -hmm. And uh, and th this is uh, why we. We say uh, to our customers that it's very important to validate. So before you go um, in, before you make an investment, um, validate first. And uh, today, in a time where, where we have social media and I don't know LinkedIn and, and, and Instagram or whatever, so um, you can create uh, a very easy. Uh, touch points to your users uh, to validate stuff. So important to get that feedback as something is yeah. developed. Yeah. Uh, that that's the the DNA from from Agile yeah. to create uh, feedback, mm -hmm. not to be flexible. So uh, it's it's to collect feedback and to react fast and to, to adapt my feedback. And and 
especially in the automotive industry. So we have leaders that they have a good idea and mm -hmm. say, ah, oh, that's a very good idea. And they're, they're in love with their own idea. Yes, of course. So uh, that's very dangerous. So yeah. the, we need young, young people with modern thinking and, and modern uh, way of, uh, to develop stuff and to, 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 to think new, to try out new, new, new things and uh, let them decide how to validate. So, and um, uh, we are in an old economy uh, where, where the decision maker wants to be the hero. Mm -hmm. So, uh, let the product be the hero. So yeah. that, that uh, and validate it and, and prove if this is the, the right direction or not. Yeah. Yeah. I love that point on validation because you're right. Like it has to have some, some credibility behind it more than just you like it. Yeah, yeah. And, and so often we see ideas come to market yeah. where it came to market because some executive just loved it, but it's a total flop. Yeah, and that's exactly the reason why we want to create something like um, the f future data network, mm -hmm. uh, where we say uh, well, we want to invite companies like yours, uh, AnyLine, um, to 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 present uh, new solutions or use cases, so to make more um, interaction use case based. So. Uh, the companies uh, were, were we are talking about uh, new solutions that uh, they want to bring to the market and to create a first early adapter network, whatever. So um, they, they, it's funny they have the, the technology, mm -hmm. but they don't have the use cases. So and uh, in one research project, Autowerkstatt 4.0 from from Gaia X, where um, I participate, uh, it's um, when when you talk uh, with the people are creating uh, with this standard framework, yeah, open and secure ecosystem for data infrastructure. So um, there are a lot of lighthouse projects mm -hmm. with great technologies, great ideas and, and great functionality. Um, but um, we need the use cases where the people are, are willing to pay for. Yeah. So we need the business cases. And um, my vision uh, is to create um, uh, a future data network where, where people go in and have uh, small slots to present the idea, right. their vision to say, hey, I have this data. Is there is any uh, any any other participants out there that want to to do something with this data or another um, maybe AI developer can say oh I want I, I can create this part uh, of of your program of your user journey I can bring this in this is the the uh, the movement that we want to to start and want to promote and get that out there and the more people that can come together in that yeah, network is just going to progress that thing forward yeah. Yeah. brilliant I think that's a, a brilliant point to finish on I think it touches really where we need to be going yeah. in order to not see these statistics and not have half the drivers on the road having incidents with their vehicles because things aren't moving forward like yeah. they should be I think it's a, a fantastic point uh, thank you so much uh, really really insightful any final notes before we bring this episode to a close thank you mark it was very professional the preparation and all and uh, i'm a big fan from your podcast so thank i you. recommend everybody that uh, uh that want to get more insights uh, in this in this market and and um, i think any line is going there the the right way uh to to bring more education, yeah. uh, to, to bring more understanding. You, you are not only developing products, you are talking to the market. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, in this kind of uh, 
a method channel. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Education is is a huge priority because mm. without education, you can't have progression. And I think you need to educate. And we have a lot of insights, and we have the benefit of having experts like yourself give us these insights. So it's been an honor. Thank you very, very much for today. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Mark. All right. Bye-bye. And there we have it. Another great episode of the Auto Tech Show in the books. A big thank you to Juan for joining us on this episode to discuss some of these great stats from the survey and provide a bit more depth and color into how important this knowledge around tire servicing and the technology around it can really be. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have anything you wish to add to this conversation, please feel free to do so. Just look in the podcast notes. You'll find both of our LinkedIn accounts there. You can go ahead and reach out to us, drop us a comment, drop us a message. And we look forward to having a conversation, answering any additional questions that you may have. And with that, we'll bring the episode to a close. I hope you enjoyed it again. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll see you on the next episode of the Auto Tech Show very soon. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.